0: Welcome to the Dietitian Success Podcast. Here at Dietitian Success Center, we're all about making it easier for you to build your confidence and expertise. So whether you're a dietitian or a dietetic student, we've got something for you. I'm Krista, your host and the founder of DSC. Now, are you ready to ditch the imposter syndrome and join our incredible, vibrant community? If so, let's jump in. Hey there, and welcome to this week's episode of the Dietitian Success Podcast. So, let me guess if you are listening to this episode, chances are one of the following things applies to you. You've been told that you need to quote unquote niche down, but you have no idea where to start. (laughs) You feel like you're not really an expert in anything specific at this point, so you don't know what you would niche down into. Maybe the thought of choosing a topic to declare yourself as a specialist in gives you intense feelings of imposter syndrome. Or maybe you're worried that if you choose something specific, then you're going to shut yourself off from other opportunities. Do any of those sound familiar? (laughs) The reason why I know this is because I've been there. I've felt all of these things before, and all of my clients and DSC business members have felt these things before too. So just know that you are not alone in this process. And my goal with this episode is actually not to convince you that you have to pick a super specific topic and just force yourself to go with it. That's not my goal. My goal is to give you a framework In which you can make a decision that actually feels right for you based on where you're at in your career journey, in your progression as a dietitian, in your business journey. I want you to walk away from this episode breathing a sigh of relief and just feeling good about the direction that you're headed. Okay, So before we jump into this episode, I want you to pop down to the description of this podcast, and I want you to click the link to download my free business planning workbook. Now, this workbook is the perfect first step if you have an idea or a vision for your business, but you're feeling stuck in terms of the first steps to take. So this workbook, and it's a fillable PDF, so it's super easy to use, is going to walk you through a roadmap of the first steps to take when actually mapping out and planning your business. And planning your business at the beginning is such an essential step. So make sure and download that workbook. Again, just pop down to the description of this podcast episode and click the link or go to dietitiansuccesscenter.com backslash freebie. Okay. Now, let's jump into the content. So let's start with a bit of a definition for those of you who are new to the world of niching. What is a niche? Well, a niche is essentially a specific area of focus. So in the dietetics world, what this tends to mean is it's a specific nutrition-related topic that you decide to specialize in. So like prenatal or PCOS or diabetes or CKD. Now, these are not the only ways to niche, but this is often what people think of first. So I want to start by giving you a little bit of background, a little bit of rationale. I always make sure that I start my education with a background, a rationale, so that you understand why we're doing these things. And not only do you decide to do it, but you understand the rationale and the importance of choosing a specific focus area or a specific target audience or a specific niche. So why is the idea of choosing a niche in business important? Well, it's important because when it comes to running a successful business, the whole idea is that we are creating a product or service to solve a problem. It's that simple. If we're not solving a problem with our product or service, then nobody buys it. So for example, a dietitian who is focused on picky eating is solving the problem of helping parents navigate picky eating with their kids so they feel less stress and overwhelm. A dietitian focused on diabetes is helping people improve their blood glucose management so they can live a healthier life. A Dietitian focused on IBS is helping people navigate GI symptoms so that they can improve their quality of life, right? So those dietitians are all actively solving problems. Now most people create products and services in the reverse. So they build something that they think people need and we are notorious for doing this. As healthcare providers, healthcare professionals, I know what you need because I have all of the education and so I'm going to create something that I think you need. Versus actually taking the taking a step back and exploring the question of first Understanding who your target audience is and then asking yourself, what do they want? What do they feel that they need? And it's then this beautiful synergy where the client is really at the center of everything that you're doing, where you're creating something that is for them, that is designed to help them, that is designed to improve their quality of life. And so this is really the foundation of everything you do in your business. Once you know who your ideal client is. And by the way, I use the terms ideal client niche and target audience pretty much interchangeably Uh, to me. Now, other people in the business world might feel differently about this, but to me, they all represent the same idea, which is that we are exploring the question of who is the person that I'm creating my services or my offer for, and what do they need? And then once we understand that, it suddenly becomes a lot easier to, number one, understand their challenges. Number two, create an offer that helps to solve these challenges. And then number three, create marketing messaging that then speaks to how you can help them solve these challenges. So now you see, if we're trying to create something that solves everyone's problems, it's impossible. If we're trying to showcase through our marketing messaging how we can solve everyone's challenges, again, this is impossible. We can't speak to absolutely every challenge that every person is having out there. It just doesn't work that way. So in fact, choosing a focus area, it makes your life so much easier. It gives you more focus. It gives you more direction. It gives you a much clearer roadmap to move forward with versus feeling scattered and feeling like you're trying to speak to everyone and feeling like you're trying to cater to everyone, that just doesn't work. So the next question then is typically, okay, so then I understand that I get the background, but how do I get started with this and how narrow do I need to go? And my answer to this might surprise you. So I want you to think of a visual, and the visual is an inverted triangle. So it's wide at the top and narrow at the bottom. And so I like to divide this triangle into three separate quadrants. At the very top of the triangle, so the widest part, and I I call this like our niche funnel. So we can think of it as a funnel or a triangle, whatever works for you. So at the very top, I think of this as the generalist section. So at the top, I label that quadrant generalist. The middle, I label specialist. And then the bottom, I also label specialist. So at the very top, when we're talking about generalists, well, what we can expect in this area is that there is a lot of people practicing in this space. Right, Because that's typically somebody's first instinct. When they go to start a business, especially in a profession like dietetics, which doesn't necessarily train us to be specialists, it trains us to be generalists. And so we think that when we start a business, we need to be a generalist. And so when we're a generalist, there tends to be a lot more practitioners in this space. And consequently, there's a lot of other people competing for the same group of individuals. As we move further down the funnel and we get into the more specialized territory, we get less and less practitioners, which means we have number one, less competition, but we still have a very active audience who have problems that need to be solved. And so I always like to ask the question, if you had a specific medical condition, would you rather see a generalist or a specialist? And I'm sure your answer is that you'd rather see a specialist. Why? Well, because you feel more confident that they've helped people like you before, right? That they understand your unique challenges, that they understand the problems that you bring to the table, and they will then have solutions that are going to help you overcome those challenges and overcome those problems. And so we're in the generalist territory at the top, in the middle, specialist, and then at the bottom, we also have specialist. Now, where in this funnel should you find yourself? (laughs) Okay, so... At the very top of the funnel, I like to think of these people, again, as the generalists. The people in the middle, I like to think of those as the ones who have niched. And then the ones at the bottom, I like to think of those as the people that have hyper-niched. Now, do you need to hyper-niche right at the beginning? And when I say hyper-niche, I mean that we are getting even more specific than just digestive health or women's health we are getting hyper-niched in the area of just IBS or just Crohn's or just PCOS or just prenatal. So do you want to find yourself in the niche area or the hyper-niche area? And the niche area is more of those, those broader buckets that I just referred to. So things like women's health or digestive health or sports nutrition. Those areas, they're still focused, they're still niched, but they're not necessarily hyper niched, like PCOS, like fertility, like IBS, like Crohn's. So which area of this funnel do you wanna find yourself in? And I, I actually say that very much depends on you and where you are at in your journey. Most dietitians that are getting started in practice, I actually recommend that they place themselves in the middle of that funnel. Unless they come to the table with a really specific area that they're super passionate about and super interested in, I typically suggest that we start in that middle section of maybe sports nutrition or maybe women's health. And that allows you to be able to explore this area not feel like you are hyper-niching to the point where you're being forced to choose something that you may not even like, and it allows you to explore. So it still gives you focus, because for example, if we're saying women's health, this gives you the opportunity to be able to explore a lot of different dimensions within women's health and just naturally figure out if there's an area within that that you feel specifically drawn to. Now, again, I want to reiterate, if you are somebody that comes to the table with a hyper niche that you're like, you know what? I really like this topic. Maybe you have experienced it yourself. So maybe you have lived experience with PCOS or with type 1 diabetes. Cool. Awesome. Definitely. I would encourage you to choose it. But if you're not one of those people... That's okay too. You don't have to force it. (laughs) And so this can often be a great place to start, too, for new newer dietitians. maybe that you haven't had as much experience working in different areas of practice. Don't feel like you're pressured to choose something really specific if you haven't had any experience in it. Again, choose a bit of a broader niche category. And then as you continue to practice, you can continue to progress within that niche if you want to. I do also want to share some of the additional benefits of to you as a practitioner and as, as a business owner of choosing a more specific area. First off, you become the subject matter expert instead of feeling like a generalist. Feeling like a generalist can be really challenging and really draining, right? I feel like we've probably all been there before. If your first job out of university or practicum was in something that required you to be a generalist, you know how much time you spent prepping for clients and maybe feeling like you didn't know everything about a topic before you went into a session. And that's hard, right? That can be really draining. And so it gives you permission to really dive deep in a specific topic and feel like you are owning your expertise and your competence in this area and your confidence in this area versus feeling like you need to know a little bit about everything And then you also become the go-to person too, which is really cool. So what you're going to find as you continue to progress in your niche and as you continue to build your expertise and build your credibility in this area is that businesses who want to attract this type of person as well, are going to start approaching you to do things like freelancing work or blogging or writing or speaking engagements or what have you. The opportunities really become super endless versus if you're a generalist, well, suddenly there's an enormous pool of people for these companies to go to, and so your odds of being picked are going to be very slim. So those are just a couple of additional benefits of building an expertise. Now let's talk through some of the different ways that you can niche, because it's not always just nutrition-related condition, right? Because that's typically what we think of. We think of PCOS, we think of IBS, we think of weight loss, we think of diabetes, we think of CKD. It doesn't necessarily need to just be a nutrition-related condition. A niche could also be a specific life stage. So let's say women going through perimenopause. Let's say focusing on parents of toddlers. Let's say people going through a fertility journey. Your niche could also be a specific population group. So for example, varsity athletes or professional athletes or just runners or expats. There's so many different directions to go there. It could also be your niche could also be based on your own nutrition philosophy. So, for example, maybe you are really focused on intuitive eating. Now, what I will say here is that if we're focusing on our our own philosophy, so like intuitive eating or health at every size or intermittent fasting or macros or whatever it is, we often still need to take that a step further and really apply it back to a specific population group. Because when we're going from a position of our own nutrition philosophy, we have to make sure that we're connecting that back to a problem that we're solving. So I use an intuitive eating approach for women who are going through perimenopause. All right, so now what are some of the first steps then in terms of just exploring what your niche might be? Well, start with you. Write out a list of people that you feel passionately about working with when it comes to nutrition. This is a really great opportunity to just do some reflection. What do you feel drawn to? Are there people in the past that you've worked with that you've really enjoyed and you feel like you had an impact and you felt like you were filled up after that session. You may also want to ask yourself, what are you uniquely positioned to talk about based on your own life experience? Do you personally have PCOS? Are you personally a vegan? Are you a busy mom or dad with kids? And then once you've done a brain dump of all of those topics, start to ask yourself the question of, okay, so then who do I feel most strongly about working with? And then from there, what we're going to do is we're going to develop this into what I like to call an I help statement, which is basically where we articulate who we help and how we help them in one really succinct statement that we can use on our website, that we can use on our Instagram. I also like to come up with a client profile so that we can actually envision the person that we are creating our programs for. And it just gives us so much more direction and it gives us so much more focus. And I want you to remember a couple things. Just because you're defining an ideal client doesn't mean you're only going to attract this person. But the goal is to attract more of this type of person. And if you get people approaching you that are outside of your niche, then it's completely your decision as to whether you still want to be working with these people or not. That's totally your prerogative as a business owner. Choosing a niche doesn't mean you're stuck with it. I've seen people change directions. Absolutely. So don't stress about that. And an ideal client provides you with focus and direction, and it gives you an opportunity to prioritize your efforts. So you don't have to cover everything. You don't have to market yourself everywhere. You don't have to try and feel like you're speaking to and attracting everyone. All right. Well, I hope that you feel a little bit better about the process of niching. And as a reminder, I want you to pop down to the description of this podcast episode, and I want you to click the link to download my free business planning workbook. It's going to walk you through some of these exploratory questions, in addition to some of the other foundational pieces you want to have in place when you're thinking about planning your business. All right, well, have an awesome week, and I will see you next Thursday.